0: teleport or just arrive by accident welcome to fishing without bait welcome to full impact mindfulness where we Help people understand and navigate through life. Understanding that we always don't have to figure everything out, that to be in the present moment is plenty. To understand that the difference between what we can control and what we can't control. And to find that perfect, that sweet spot in your life where you can develop a relationship with yourself. Today, my friends, we're going to tell some Buddha stories. We're going to talk about a couple things that I think would be relevant, particularly in today's world. Okay, So let's start off with our first story. We're going to start off with uh, the Buddha was walking through some wild country with his disciples, some untamed country, and he'd been cautioned by some villagers that he would had passed through a few days before to stay out of this particular area because in this particular area there was this mean, really monstrous type of an individual whose goal in life was to cut off a hundred heads. Cut off a hundred heads. And not only would he cut off the heads, but in order to signify his conquests, he would cut off a finger of each of these victims and string them as a necklace around his neck. So... He had 99. He had 99. So here comes the Buddha and his disciples, and the Buddha came up the road, and the wild man came up and approached them. And he looked at the Buddha, and the Buddha was serene. He said to himself, I don't think I really want to want to do this person. But the Buddha was unafraid, and he got a so, little, little bit angry. He says, how come this person isn't afraid of me? He says, I'm going to have to prove something to him. I'm going to have to cut off his head to prove that I'm more powerful than he is. So he came up to the Buddha and he says, I'm going to cut your head off. And the Buddha sat there and smiled at him. And he says, well, as long as I'm a condemned man, condemned individuals usually get a last request. And the individual said, well, yeah, I guess you do. And the Buddha said, well, what I'd like you to do is cut a limb off of this tree beside you with this mighty sword of yours and the he roared with laughter and he goes well that's child that's easy that's there's nothing to that so he took this mighty sharp sword of his and cut a branch off the tree and the Buddha said then now here's what I'd like you to do take that limb that branch that you just cut off this tree and reattach it to the tree and make it whole And the fellow looked at him and he goes, I can't do that. That's impossible. And he says, I want you to understand how easy it is to destroy. I want you to see how easy it is to act with anger and hurt others and hurt things and hurt people. That's child's play. What real power is, is the ability to heal and create. And that monstrous human being sat back and is that thought resonated inside his head he realized how powerful the Buddha was and how weak he was how easy it is to destroy and what the real power is is to heal and create so that's what I'd like everyone out there to contemplate that when someone is so horrible to you or when someone is causing you pain and when someone was inflicting damage to you understand how easy it is for them to do that and how difficult and where the real power is to come to heal and create someone. So in the world when you see people, particularly in the news, when they attack, when all they do is attack people, and they send all these derogatory statements and marginalize them and demonize individuals, that's so easy to do. How much more difficult it is and how much more powerful it is to heal and create, that's where the power comes from. That's where true compassion is. My suggestion to you is, be the Buddha. So our next story is about this beggar. And they were wondering what their purpose in life was. And they were so poor. And they they really didn't have any answers to the dilemmas in their life. So someone suggested to them, you might want to go talk to the Buddha. Well, the Buddha was very, very, very far away. However, they really had nothing to lose. So they started on their journey. And the first one, the first obstacle that they encountered, was this huge, huge mountain range. And he says, "How am I ever going to get over this mountain?" Well, fortunately, they ran into a wizard, and this wizard had this staff. And the wizard said, uh, "What can I do for you?" And he says, "Well, I'd like to." be able to cross these mountain ranges but I can't do it uh, well what do you want to get across the mountain range for I want to go I want to go see the Buddha and I want to ask him a question the Buddha has the answers and the wizard says for a thousand years I've been trying to get to heaven for a thousand years and I can't seem to get there perhaps you could ask the Buddha how I can get to heaven and I will use my magic staff to transport you across the mountains and the beggar said i will do that for you and the wizard transported him across the mountains so the beggar kept walking along and came to this huge sea and the beggar said how would i possibly get across this huge ocean well right beside the ocean there was a there was a, a large turtle in his shell. And the turtle came up to him and said, "Uh, what are you doing? He says, well, I'm trying to get to the boot. I need to answer a question. I need to ask a question for him to answer. But however, it doesn't look like I'm going to be able to get there because I I can't get across the sea. And the turtle said, here's what I'll do for you. I've been trying to become a dragon for the last 500 years. For 500 years, I've been trying to become a dragon, and I and I don't know how to do it. And if you would ask the Buddha how I would become a dragon, I will transport you across the sea. And the beggar said, I'll be glad to do that for you. So the turtle took him across the sea. And, and as he was walking along, he came across a house, and he needed to, somewhere to stay the night. So he knocked on the door, and they... Walked into the house, and the people said, "Yes, you can stay over here overnight." And what are you doing? He said, I need a question answered from the Buddha. I the Buddha has the answers. And these people said, "We'll allow you to stay overnight, and we'll supply you with food. We'll supply you with sustenance, to, for the rest of your journey." However, we'd like you to ask the Buddha a question for us. And the beggar said, "Sure, if I can." And says, "We have a daughter." That's 20 years old, and she's never spoken. Could you ask the Buddha what we can do to have our daughter be able to speak? And the beggar said, yes, I will. So after a few more days' travel, he comes to a place where the Buddha is. And the Buddha says, I will answer three questions. And the beggar says, I have four questions. I promised these three that I would ask their questions, but... I traveled here because of my own, because of my own question that I wanted to answer. He says, I know the Buddha won't answer four, however, who answer three. So he said, I've traveled all this way, and these people all assisted me in my journey. I'm going to ask their question. So he asked the Buddha these three questions, and the Buddha gave him the answers and sent him on his way. So he went back, and the first one was the, was the turtle. So he said, I have, did you ask the Buddha? And the man said, yes, I did. And he said, it's your shell that's holding you back. You have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to release yourself from the place that's holding you in. It's, it's that shell that's holding you back. So as soon as the turtle released himself from his shell, he pulled out this large um, necklace of pearls, beautiful pearls. These are. I've been keeping these things inside of this shell, and he says I'm going to give it to you. And as soon as he gave the person the the gift of the pearls, the turtle transformed into a dragon and flew away. So the next person that he ran into was the wizard, and the wizard says. Did you ask the Buddha how I could get to heaven? And he said, yes. He said, that staff that you've been holding on to has been rooting you. It's like an anchor that's been keeping you in this world. As soon as you release the staff, then you'll be able to go to heaven. That's what's been holding you back. So the wizard said, here, I will give you the staff. And as soon as he gave the staff, he flew to heaven. So here's this man with now with this wealth of pearls, with this staff of power. And he comes to these, the house where the maiden is with her parents. And he walks in and he says to them, I've, I've got the answer from the Buddha. And they said, oh, please tell us what it is. Your daughter will be able to speak as soon as she encounters her true love. And the daughter then came in and said, What are you doing with that staff and those beautiful pearls? The first words she'd ever spoken. In putting aside his own desires for the compassion that he had for these others, he was able to, number one, obtain this great wealth, number two, obtain a staff of power, and number three, obtain his true love. And in short, he helped these people understand the turtle by stepping out of his comfort zone. He was able to become what he truly desired to be. And number two, he was able to help the wizard understand that what he was holding on to was actually, and what he believed that was most important to him, was actually the thing that was holding him back from ascending into heaven. And as soon as he let that go, he was able to ascend and let these earthly material things go and ascend. And he was able to help these people understand that as soon as their daughter was able to obtain true love, then she was able to free herself and able to speak. So that's a lesson in what is holding you back? What's what's holding you back and being able to help others in showing compassion then. You receive twice as much in return. So that's our that's our couple of our lessons for the Buddha today. But however, what we're going to do is give one more. Okay, so there was a person who uh, a businessman, and he was so upset that his two sons would spend four or five hours a day with the Buddha, and he thought this is ridiculous. My sons should be devoting themselves to their business to be able to get ahead, and yet it's incredibly ridiculous that my son spent 4 or 5 hours a day with a person who spends most of the time with her eyes closed smiling he said i'm going to go confront this individual so he did and he went up to the Buddha and he goes how dare you how dare you spend your time talking nonsense to my sons when they should be spending most of their time with my business getting ahead and making money making profits helping get along in this world. And actually, he went up and he spit right in the Buddha's face. And the the Buddha's disciples were very angry, and they were going to attack this man. However, the Buddha just smiled and put his hands up and says, be calm, be calm. And the fellow got so disgusted that he went away. Well, that night he began to think. He there there I went to, to see this person. I spit in his face and he smiled at me and he actually forgave me. So he thought about that all night and he felt guilty and he says, I've got to go. I've got to go apologize. So the next day he went back to the Buddha and he goes, I regret my actions of yesterday. He's there, would you please forgive me? And he and the Buddha said, That person who you spit on yesterday is no longer here. If I run into them, I will ask that person to excuse you. So what the illustration of that story is, everyone is in a constant state of change. A constant state of change. And that person that was spit on yesterday, the Buddha, was no longer that same person that he was yesterday. And actually, rather than admonish that person, he said, if I find that individual, I'll ask them to excuse you. And then the person understood where the where the Buddha was coming from with compassion. And that everything changes, and nothing ever, ever remains the same in this world. The wheel keeps turning. Mike, nothing in this world is permanent. Remember, our emotions are like transitory they're like they're like puffs of smoke that blow away in the wind it's our thoughts when our we attach our thoughts to these that gives them staying power and strength and stretches them out into infinity so we're going to end our shorter podcast tonight with this life runs in cycles the wheel never stops turning no matter how dark the night morning comes No matter how cold the winter, spring comes. When you feel despair, know that the wheel is turning. Joy will come. And as always, we offer a free prescription after every podcast. Fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we ask that you fish without bait. Forgive yourself, forgive another. Do a kindness for yourself, do a kindness for another. Till all are free, none are free. Namaste, my friends. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in